Hello and welcome to episode two of Your Business Online Your Way, the podcast to help you to achieve small business success. If you're here for the first time, welcome. If you've listened to episode one and or the trailer, welcome back. It's lovely to have you here. I'm Holly Christie, your host. I'm a website designer, mentor, and business strategist. I have two website and mentoring companies, This Demanding Life, to help small businesses get seen online, and Simply Sites, for budding businesses wanting a stellar website. This week, we're talking about how to overcome perfectionism and how what goes wrong in your business can ultimately be a really good thing. Let's get started. I don't know about you, but I'm a recovering perfectionist. A lot of small business owners are. I love hearing people's stories of what led them to setting up on their own and putting their work and intentions into the world. It may be that they felt the impossible balance of parenting and workplace rigmarole. It could be they felt unappreciated in the workplace and wanted to take their skills and knowledge further than the company they worked for. Or they had a brilliant idea or product and just had to share it with the world. I've worked with hundreds of small businesses in my years of web designing and mentoring. And in almost all cases, the business owners I work with have something in common. They're perfectionists. Or, by the time they've worked with me, they're recovering perfectionists. Perfectionism is the thief of joy. I really mean that. It's one of my favourite expressions and one I roll out on at least a weekly basis, if not more. We've all looked back at previous versions of our work over the years and thought, oh, I could have done that better. Or I can't believe I thought that work was good. And there are two things to know here. When we look back on things, we're doing it with the skills and knowledge that we've gained between now and then. We're always moving forward, so there will always be new techniques, new legislation, new materials. And what we created back then was probably the best we could achieve with the limitations of that period. Be kind to yourself. Don't judge old work by new standards. This also applies in our everyday lives. There are some days I feel I need to join Overthinkers Anonymous. Okay, that's not a real place. But if it was, it would be full of small business owners, as well as most of society. We often look back on past experiences and ways we behaved, judging ourselves with the knowledge and skill sets we've acquired since then. It's not helpful, and it's also not real. Running a small business means having to have a thick skin at times, and you can practice this by letting go of overthinking, particularly when it applies to the past. I'm no longer an overthinker, which is a blessing, and it means I don't overthink what's happening in the future, what could go wrong, or pitfalls along the way. I have a lot of experience in my work and industry that relates to website projects, mentoring, running a team, as well as dealing with more challenging clients or circumstances. If I anticipate a potential client or team member is going to be tricky or not a good fit for me, I redirect them to another website designer or simply explain we're not a good fit and wish them well. This saves massive amounts of stress in the future. It doesn't mean it always works. Red flags do sneak through occasionally, 
but I deal with it quickly and I don't doom think, which is to predict every bad scenario along the way. In these circumstances, it can be a case of least said, soonest mended. I don't know if you know this expression, but it's one my mum has always taught me, and in a nutshell, it means don't go into detail or pick over things. Stick to the facts and people can't argue with it. The second thing. There are people out there doing the same work as you, but doing a much worse job of it. It may be that they don't have the skill set yet, or they're just not as good as they really should be. However, they're out there confidently putting their work into the world. And they're also learning and getting better each time they do their work and practice their skill set. Don't let the fear of things not being perfect stop you from sharing your work with the world. And sometimes things going wrong is actually things going right. Last year, I had a big rebrand of This Demanding Life. In the same process, I was splitting off Simply Sites to be a website in itself, rather than under the umbrella of This Demanding Life. It meant having both websites copywritten, new branding for both, a photo shoot to cover both websites, which involved a lot of logistics, as the team were coming in from all over the country, and a lot of deliberate thought about the looks and styling. The This Demanding Life branding involved mini-me's. These are custom-drawn cartoon versions of someone, in this case, me, by Amy Newlands, my wonderful branding designer. Over the years, Amy had drawn a record-breaking 18 mini-me's, which were used in the logo, website, marketing materials and social media posts. Each one was custom-drawn, no copying and pasting here, and was hours of work. Crucially, my mini-me's were all blonde. Now, I'm known for my love of pink. This even stretched to me getting married in a pink wedding dress many years ago. And pink had always featured in my branding. Over the summer, I had been experimenting with not quite pink, but rose gold coloured hair. I was conscious that I couldn't stray too far from my mini-me blonde, and this seemed a good middle ground. The night before the photo shoot, I refreshed my hair colour and it came out 100% completely and utterly pink. I was horrified, but there was no other choice other than to push on anyway. The photos are brilliant. The pink hair enhances outfits, everything looks better for having the contrast, and it feels more me than having blonde hair. The biggest thing that could have gone wrong, my identity for the photos, did go wrong, and I was blessed for it. It also helped Amy and I to make the decision to scrap the mini-me's and we created a much stronger brand because of it. Now I can't promise you won't see my mini-me's ever again. After all, a cartoon version of ourselves is always fun. But sometimes it's time to let things go. If you're an out-and-out -out perfectionist or you have perfectionism tendencies, then I strongly encourage you to let this go. You'll have a much happier business and a happier you for it. Don't judge previous versions of you or your work. Keep moving forward with the knowledge and skills you already have and the ones you'll pick up as you go along. That's it for this week. I hope you've learned something, even if it's why I have pink hair in my photos. And if you'd like to discuss any of the content in today's podcast, you can email me at Holly, that's Holly with a Y, H-O-L-L-Y, at thisdemandinglife.com 
or drop me a message on LinkedIn. I'm at Holly C. Christie. You can also find me online at Facebook and Instagram at This Demanding Life. If you've enjoyed today's show, please can you leave a rating and review wherever you get your podcasts. It helps the podcast platforms like Apple and Spotify to suggest this podcast to new listeners. And I'd love to share this free resource as widely as possible. Thank you for listening today and I'll see you next week.